there are tears on my face, but it's good tears. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited to talk to you guys today. Um, when I was praying about what God wanted me to speak on, I was nervous. I was like, there's so many things that I could talk about, like that God's been doing in my life. And then I'm like, but I don't know which one to pick. And so I picked um, with the help of Jesus. Um, I really felt like he was wanting me to share about the biggest thing he's been teaching me about, which has been good, but also a struggle, um, is just resting in hope. Um, and I think it's funny because right now during this time and season that we're all in, um, no matter what's going on in your life, it's <laughs> there's a need for hope. Like you have to, it's not like other seasons where it's like, oh, everything's good. Hope is easy. Right now it's like, <laughs> I have to push myself to hope. Um, and so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, the pictures I did, <laughs> I found all these cute children and I was just like, I don't know, Kids are the most hopeful people that I know. They're always expectant of their father that they're going to be taken care of. They're always expectant of the future, that it's going to be good and that it's going to be full of life and joy. And no matter what's thrown their way, sometimes they're just kind of like, oh, well, and they keep moving forward. <laughs> and so as we talk about it and you see these pictures of kids, just know that I'm praying in my heart that I become like one of them. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so the first verse that God put in my heart was Psalm 62.5. Um, so this is the main verse um, that we'll be talking about. Yet my soul find rest in God. My hope comes from him. Um, recently, I'll get into this a little bit later, there's just been a lot going on that in my life, I haven't wanted to have hope anymore. <laughs> um, just because it felt like every time I was hoping for something, I was let down or I was hurt even more. But after talking to Jesus, I was realizing that some of my hope was being placed in the wrong thing or the wrong person. Um, so it wasn't that hoping was bad or that was the hope that was hurting me. It was the subject of my hope that was not bringing me life. Um. <laughs> Yeah, you guys can learn from my mistakes. Don't be like me. <laughs> That's what we're here for. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about first, I love definitions. I've been told that I'm somewhat of a teacher because I always want to know the definition of a word. Um, so these are the definitions that I found of hope. So a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to come to pass. To desire with expectation of obtainment or fulfillment and to expect with confidence, so to trust. Um, yeah, the big key words that were coming out were expectation and trust. So hoping is having an expectation for something or trusting that something will come to pass. Um, and sometimes in our own lives, we'll find ourselves ex putting expectations on others or in a situation that we have no control over. <laughs> and um, that can be dangerous because you're expecting a certain outcome or you're expecting a certain um, 
what is it called? Behavior from someone. And when they don't fulfill it, it hurts your heart. Um, and so we're just going to be talking about having to put your hope in the right things. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I love this kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, so with my experience recently and over uh, however long this has taken me to figure this out, I found that, um, so hope is good. I just want to say that. <laughs> I was more like shame. No hope. But I was finding that I wasn't having hope in this situation. I wasn't having hope just in general. And the Proverbs 13:12 is very true. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Um, but a longing, uh, but a longing fulfilled is the tree of life. So I was finding that my heart was becoming sick because I wasn't putting my hope in the right thing, or I just gave up hoping at all. Um, and so, again, learn from my mistakes. Um, so hope deferred. Deferred means postponed or stopped. And so I dropped hope altogether um, in my situation for a hot second. <laughs> Not a good idea. But it can also mean, I. God was reminding me that defer means also to put in something else or someone else. So get off your main focus. Um, so instead of this here, like being the main point, you're putting it off on a side ramp or a bunny trail. Um, and so it can be either completely postponed and stopped or it can be just sidetracked. So you can still have hope, but it's in the wrong thing. Um, yes. <laughs> um yeah, so I'm going to try to go slow today, but if not, then we're going to get out early. <laughs> um, but yeah, this has really been a blessing to learn over, I'm just starting to learn it over this past month because I was finding myself in a place where I didn't care anymore. Like, I didn't care about the situation. I didn't care about what happened to me or to this other person. I just stopped caring in general. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to hope. I talked to mom about this um, many times because I was frustrated. <laughs> I was like, mom, you're, <laughs> you're having unrealistic expectations. <laughs> I was like, stop it. I'm like, I just need to move on. I'm like that's I just need to drop it and move on like let it die and move on and um <laughs> so I'm sorry <laughs> but what God is teaching me is that he doesn't want that hope to die <laughs> he wants it to spring forth in a new way that's healthy <laughs> um so like I was saying the feeling of expectation and trusting um, we just have to make sure that that's put in God because hope is good, but it's the subject of our hope that determines whether it brings life or not. Um, <laughs> <yay>. <laughs> um, 
Now, don't get hungry when we look at these next slides. I mean, you can if you want to. <laughs> I will make cookies eventually and bring them here. Um, so when I was thinking about my situation and just other people's that I've seen around me, um, I just asked the question, who or what are you placing your hope in? So misplaced expectations. Um, my counselor, she's hilarious, I love her, but <laughs> every time I talk to her about this situation, she's like, Cam, where are your expectations and is that person able to meet those for you? Um, and so I'm learning that I need to start placing expectations that are realistic. Some are reasonable, um, like human decency. That's a reasonable expectation to have of someone. But meeting my emotional needs or the way that I want them to behave towards me, that's not a realistic expectation because they might not be in a place where they can do that. Um, and so I'm going to use this example um, about misplaced expectations. So it's about cookies. <laughs> um, so say that I told you I was going to make cookies and you were really, really excited. Like you were super pumped. Brent's the only one who's pumped. You get cookies. <laughs> um, and so I'm telling you that I'm going to make you cookies. So you can wait in expectation for the cookies and choose to trust that I'm going to make them for you. So you're expecting that I'm going to make them and you're trusting me that I'm going to keep my word. And that's okay because I told you, I told you that. But if it doesn't happen, you're gonna be really bummed out, right? Because I broke my word and your expectations weren't met. You were really hoping that I would make you cookies. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> um, so it's okay to expect that I'm going to make them for you because I told you that I would, but you also have to have a realistic expectation that I'm a person and I'm going to fail you sometimes. And so I'm not going to be perfect. I'm not going to be able to keep my word I'm all of the time. I'm going to try my best. But <laughs> I'm not going to be able to fulfill everything that you need. And maybe I did make the cookies, but I didn't make the right ones that you were expecting. There's all sort of things that can go wrong with this. Um, because people do let you down sometimes. Or um, say, <laughs> I wrote, don't be cynical. That's my favorite. <laughs> Trust people. Um, or say, <laughs> I used a father as an example. So say your dad said you couldn't have the cookies and I was planning on fully making them for you, but your dad said that you couldn't have them. If your whole expectation and hope was that there would be cookies in some form, in some way, you're going to be upset because that was your hope, that you would have cookies. I'm gonna, I'm hungry now. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> a 
Amexa. I know. So, misplaced expectations, and these are the outcomes. People can fail you, and God may close the door. And both of those are okay. They're not our ideal situation or what we want, but it ends up working out in the end. So like I said, I could not make the cookie for you, or God could say no to the cookies. He says no. Get them somewhere else. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) um, (laughs) Okay, I'll try. Right? Because I planted it in your brain that you're getting cookies. (laughs) Sorry, you put your hope in that. I let you down. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Good for you, Brent. Um, So, misplaced expectations with outcomes. People may fail you and God may close the door. Um, So, it was okay for you guys, like I was saying, to expect me to make the cookies because I said it. However, your overall hope and expectation should not have been in the fact that I was making you cookies. <laughs> um, when things are out of your control, if it's something that you can't have an effect on or you can't, you have to manipulate it to control it, you shouldn't have your hope in that. Um, <laughs> I don't remember what I said. <laughs> If it's something that you have to manipulate to control, you shouldn't have your hope in it. (laughs) Woo! Because if it fails you, first of all, manipulation is not a good thing. Um, Second of all, if it fails or if what you were hoping for so hard fails, it can cause a sickness in your heart like it did me. I was hoping... um, my situation, I was hoping in a person, like thinking like, oh, I've seen you be a better person before, and I'm hoping that you be a better person. And I've been hoping and hoping and hoping. And I would go into every conversation or every um, interaction with this person just hoping that something would change from the evidence that they were giving me prior. Oh, it's going to change this time. Oh, it's going to change this time. But no matter what I did or how I acted, I couldn't get them to give me the response that I wanted. I couldn't manipulate the situation or my words enough to get them to treat me the way that I wanted them to treat me. And so I ended up, um, well, I should go to the next slide here. But I ended up, my heart was very sick. Um, like it's a heart. <laughs> so um, recognizing a sick heart and when hope is deferred or misplaced. Um, so these are based off of my interactions. Um, <laughs> but so what it looked like for me um, was I was very bitter at the person and I was very angry and frustrated. And so because they weren't meeting my needs. They weren't meeting what I was expecting of them or what I was hoping of them. So I was angry. I was angry and I was blaming them. 
I was also angry at God, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> um, because I felt like, I was like, God, I've been praying for this. And I've been praying that you would change this situation, and it's not working. Um, and so I also have had a lack of trust for the person and of God. <laughs> um, because I was assuming that my desires aligned with his will. Um and so the way that I thought I needed to be treated, I thought was aligning with God's will. And so when he didn't give it to me, I was upset and I felt like I couldn't trust him anymore. Um, I was really depressed. <laughs> so I didn't have a lack of joy and I had anxiety all of the time. Um, whenever I was talking to mom about the situation, I would start crying because I was just so anxious of having to talk to this person again. Anytime I would plan to meet up with this person, I would be like dreading it on the way there because I just didn't have any peace about it because of where my hope was. I was like, this isn't, it's gonna happen again. This person's gonna let me down. Which they did, and <laughs> that's why we don't put our hope there anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and then another one is just feeling powerless. I was talking to my counselor about this. I was like, I don't know what to do anymore. I'm like, the only thing I can do is just sit here and let this person run around in a circle and do what they want to do, but I don't know how to not be affected by this. Um, so it just <laughs> makes you feel powerless because your original expectations were let down. And sometimes if you're continuing to put your hope in that thing, you don't know how to adjust it so that you don't get hurt anymore. Um, I found this verse when I was uh, reading. It was Romans fifteen thirteen, and it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope and power through the Holy Spirit. And so hope is supposed to bring these things. Hope is supposed to bring joy. It's supposed to bring peace. It's supposed to help you trust God. And it's supposed to fill you with power through the Holy Spirit so that you don't feel like you're too small for the situation or that it's just overwhelming. Um, and so... Yeah, God, when we focus on him and making sure that we're setting our eyes on him, he gives us that hope, and all of those good things come with it. Um, and so, more cookies. <laughs> um, so, who or what are you placing your hope in? The overall hope and expectation, rightly placed. Um so going back to me making cookies, um, like I was, <laughs> yes, I love you guys. Um, let me see. So it, like I was saying, it wasn't bad for you to expect me to make cookies because that's what I said I was going to do, but that shouldn't be your overall hope and expectation. Um, if I have, <laughs> so if I don't make you the cookies, um, there are two things that this can go. Um, 
keeping the father in mind, pretending that he's there and he is part of this situation because he always is. <laughs> um, so if you have the hope, you, so if I don't make you cookies, you can have hope that God is going to fulfill that some other way. Whether he's going to make them himself, which I think those would be the best dang cookies you could ever have. <laughs> Or he can provide it through someone else. Like I was saying, with my situation, I felt like I wasn't getting the emotional support that I needed from this person. But God has provided it through so many other people who love me very much. And so instead of, yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> um so even though I didn't get it from that person, I'm still okay because I God provided. He gave it to me himself, and then he provided it through other people when I needed it, like hugs. Hugs are a big thing for me. So when people, he had someone come and give me a hug the other day, and it was just like I cried. I was like, thank you. You knew that's what I was asking for. <laughs> um, and then the second thing is, I can choose to trust the Father that if he didn't want me to have it, then it's for my own good. Um, because it could harm me, or he has something better. Um, and I've been thinking about everything that's going on, and looking back, I'm realizing that if I had gotten what I wanted I wouldn't be as close to God right now, or I wouldn't be as close to these other people right now. And so just because, yeah, he didn't, maybe it wasn't the best timing, or maybe it wasn't the right thing, and he knew that it would end up causing more damage in the end than it was worth. Um, and so just trusting him with that, knowing that he doesn't withhold anything that's going to be good for us, knowing that he is faithful and that he's going to continue um, <laughs> just to show us where he wants us to go and how he wants us to handle situations. And, um, yeah, and so you can still have joy and peace in those situations because your overall expectation was in his, your father and the fact that he knows what's best for you and that he loves you. Um. And, oh, no, it didn't print off the other things. Yay. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so when your expectations are rightly placed in God or in Jesus or in his faithfulness, um, you'll experience peace, joy, and the hope and the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, now, I did make a note here because um, I was learning this, too. There are some expectations or um, situations that you have a desire for a specific outcome that aren't necessarily bad or against God's will, but it's dependent on another person. And so God's not going to manipulate them to do something that's against their will. And so there's nothing you can do at that point except trust that God's going to always work it out for his good because he's faithful. Um, so that's what I was just really hit me was that it's okay that you have these desires and sometimes they are in line with what something that God says is good but it might not be the right person or the right time and if they don't want it there's nothing that you can do.
Yeah. Um, so, I love this picture. <laughs> More cookies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do actually have a business of selling cookies. That's not what this platform was for, but. <laughs> See, that's how you do it. You get it stuck in their mind till they want some. <laughs> business management, my friend. <laughs> um, so expectations rightly placed, hope beautifully restored. Um, I really like that phrase, hope beautifully restored, because it is something that can be restored. It's something, obviously, that can be squished for a time being, but then it can also be restored. And when it is restored, it's beautiful. Um, and this happens by placing our hope in God rather than a person or a situational outcome. Um, all right, so rest in the hope, wait, that doesn't make sense, I typed it wrong, anyways, um, <laughs> yep, rest in the always fulfilled hope that God is always good, no matter what someone else does, or how they treat you, or whatever the situation poses, God is still the same, and he is always good. It's kind of like when a ballerina does um, the whole bunch of spins in a row. She has to look in one place on the wall so that she doesn't fall out and go somewhere. It's like you fixate on that one thing because it doesn't change. You're not going to fixate on a, like a chair that's moving along with you back and forth because that will make you fall over. But you're going to fixate on the one thing that stays steady and constant. And we know that God is always good, and he's always constant, and all of his attributes are the same and um, steady. Um, uh, also, his love never fails. Um, just knowing in those situations that no matter what you're feeling, his love is still there for you. That he will use any situation for our good and growth if we let him. In parentheses, if we let him. This has been a long season for me. I definitely was not letting him <laughs> up until recently. Um, but that's okay because I'm letting him now. And God can, he can do a quick <laughs> recovery there. <laughs> Get on the fast track. <laughs> um, that he is our strength. Yeah, typo again. But he is our strength. Um, so in the midst of all these situations and everything going on, whether you get what you want or not, he's your strength to keep pressing forward and moving on and doing the good work that he has called you to do. Um, there's always a time to rest, but in that season of rest, you can still be doing his work. Um, and that his plans will prosper us and not harm us. That was something that I believed was, ah, oh, man, this is your plan. This plan is, stinks. <laughs> it's a lie. <laughs> he never makes plans to harm us. He just uses the plans that the enemy has and uses them for our good. Or he uses the situations that other people put us in because 
not nice, and he uses them for our good. <laughs> I was trying to say. <laughs> um, and then we can have hope that when we ask for more of him, he will not withhold. Um, we always need more of him, especially in the seasons. I've been asking for more of him recently myself because I'm getting to the end of my rope. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, not like that. I'm like, Lord, I can't love these people anymore. <laughs> it's bad. It's just, I'm like, God, please help me. But when we ask for his help, he always does help us. You just have to be willing to admit that you need it, which I'm okay with that. I need it, Lord. I'll say it in front of everyone. I need it. <laughs> um, and then he's given us everything that we need for life and godliness. Um, sometimes we put our hope and overall expectation in ourselves to do something great or to like fulfill the things that he has for us. And then, of course, we fail and let ourselves down. <laughs> and it's a vicious cycle because you're just like, you just let yourself down, but knowing that who he is will transform us and knowing like him intimately will transform us and give us the ability through the Holy Spirit to meet the desires that God has for us. Um, and then the last thing which I already said was just that he will withhold no good thing from us. Um, so he is faithful to give us everything that we need and he is faithful to just be there and love us and provide us with all the good things that he can because he's a dad and he likes to do that and he likes to give hugs I don't know if you guys knew that but he likes to give hugs <laughs> um, so that's that that's what God's been teaching me recently and I hope it was um I don't know, uplifting. So. <laughs> and then we don't have an activation today. Um, 